Hey SPEMA students, how you doing? Wow, it's been a long time since I have said those words. Uh, I am Ethan, uh, as you guys remember, I know Will's been taking over the podcast for a couple episodes, but we are back. I am finishing up my internship, uh, my four months here at LSU, I leave on Saturday. You guys are here in this probably December or January, but I'm about to leave LSU and before I left, I wanted to give you guys some insights and some information from my past four months here. Uh, I've been lucky enough to receive an internship with LSU Athletics. I'm working under the events slash game management department. Uh, it's been some of the best four months of my life and I have brought all five of my co-interns with me today because we are gonna just have a quick discussion about our internship. I know a bunch of you guys are either starting internships or you have them coming up soon and you want a lot of information about them. So we are gonna have a little bit of a different episode today. We're gonna have a, a just a round table discussion about our experiences as interns and hopefully you guys can get some information and some knowledge from our time here and use that towards your internships. So I'm gonna basically, first of all, I wanna apologize. We are in a large room, um, so it's probably not good and I did not bring my mic. Uh, so please bear with us. I'm gonna try my best on the editing here, but Lord knows I am not the best editor. Uh, so I'm gonna go around the room real quick and have everybody introduce themselves, say where they're from, um, what year they're in, and why they wanted to do this. So we are gonna start to the left of me. Uh, my name is Jawan Eady. Uh, I started this semester with Ethan as well. Uh, the reason why I'm in this is for uh, the player development. Uh, I see myself in that career, career field. Where are you from and what year of school are you in? Uh, so I'm from Savannah, Georgia, and I am in grad. I'm in the graduate program right now. I'm Savannah May. Uh, I am a senior. Um, what else did you ask me? Where are you from? And I'm why from St. Francisville. You probably have no idea where that is, but it's like 40-ish minutes from where we are right now in Baton Rouge. And why are you? Why did you do this internship? Oh, because I love sports and I love LSU. Uh, it's been a lot more than what I expected, but I'm rocking it. Well, we will get to that soon. We will. Hello, my name is Christina Vincenti. Um, this is my third semester in the internship. I am finishing up my graduate degree here. Uh, I'm from Connecticut, actually, so up near you people. Go Northerners. Um, but why did this inter internship? I did my undergraduate career at the University of Connecticut, and there I also worked in game operations and event management, so just kind of continuing in that career path down here. What's up, Canada? Uh, I'm Caleb Palmer. Um, I'm from South Georgia, which is very far from you. Uh, I'm currently a junior. I might be a senior next semester. I really don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm doing the internship because I really just wanted to work in sports, didn't really know where I wanted to be, and it just kind of flourished into where I am now. Hey y'all, I am Caitlin. I'm from Baton Rouge. Um, I'm a senior here at LSU. I wanted to get, do this internship to get some experience in sports and kind of figure out what path I want to go when I graduate and to prepare me for when I start my full-time position when I graduate. So as you can tell, there are six of us, uh, a couple northerners or one really northerner and one-ish northerner, a couple Georgians couple locals here uh, it's a very diverse group and over the past four months we've all grown together and um, let's talk about real quick you know just what we do um, could somebody take charge here and just kind of explain what the job of an intern is 
We basically do anything and everything you could think of that goes on behind the scenes of a game day. I guess, are we going to talk football Yeah, we can go into football so, after. Um, yeah, let's, let's jump to football. Uh, so basically, as you guys... Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but as of right now, as of December 11th, whenever we're recording this, LSU's the number one team in the country. We have a playoff game Ooh. coming up. Uh, we go are Go Tigers. We are the event management team for the number one team in the country. Um, let's talk about real quick what our football game days look like. Um, Ethan, you I, get I guess I can start just because I'm always the first one up. Jumping um, in real quick yeah. before we jump into football. Uh, hey, Canada, it's me again. Uh, first and foremost, guest services. That's the main main part of the job. Right, right. Kayla, you want to jump into that and kind of explain what guest services we provide? And yeah. Um, most what is your definition of guest services? Okay, so essentially guest services is we try and provide the best experience for our fans in whatever way that we can do that. We have a hotline phone number they can call if they have any issues or anything to report to us. It's a weekly number, so if it's three days after the game day, they can call, hey, I lost my keys. Do you guys have it kind of thing? And we will point them in the right direction for that. Um, and then on a game day, it's a lot of assisting fans with trying to get them to where they need to go, directional assistance, or if they're just looking for general information on, you know, where do I find this, or where, when is the team coming, all that kind of good stuff. We're kind of the main point of contact for all that, that sort of stuff on a game day with fan interaction. Yeah, and going into football game days, let's, let's go through our day for everybody so they can like kind of get a good taste of what we do. I guess I will start because I'm the first one awake. Um, I am, I guess people dub me the parking guy. Um, I am the parking guy. I show up bright and early. Uh, if we have a 2.30 game or a 7 o'clock game, I'm there at like 6 a.m. to open day of game parking because we offer day of game parking here. Um, we have to make sure all the lots are secured. I have to make sure all of the guards are in place and we can get game day started because all of our parking opens at 7 a.m. Um, tailgating is huge down here. Um, so people are there bright and early. People are there a couple days before. Um, so one of our lots, a motorhome lot, 412, for Saturday game days, it opens up Wednesday night at 6 o'clock or 5. I am forgetting. Thursday. Thursday. The last one was Wednesday because A&M, because of Thanksgiving. They open Thursday night <laughs> at 5 p.m. So I am there to make sure that lot opens, and then we open another motorhome lot Friday night. So, you know, people are, are there. People have their motorhomes there since Wednesday morning, kind of waiting for that to open. and. Uh, tailgating is huge down here. They start fairly early. Um, they have a lot of food, um, a lot of other stuff, and they have a lot of fun. And uh, that's how my day starts. And then, you know, every other intern, they, they show up at what? You guys come in at like 8 o'clock. You guys get everything set. Let's, let's start with you guys here. Uh, so, yeah, we start off by, like, setting up around the stadium, you know, putting a barricade, setting the trash cans, making lines so when fans do come in, they are there's some organization to it. Uh, but usually after the morning setup, uh, I deal with the uh, GO team, and then at the, at the handle with GO team, I do visiting team arrival, arrival and departure. So I handle anything as far as the team coming into the stadium and, uh, the athletic director of the visiting school, so uh, so just 
many many names uh, that that you deal with big uh, guys that have had multiple experiences uh, in this sports industry and I just I sit there and I ask them like how do they get the get that far into becoming the athletic director of a SEC school and so that's a great experience also uh, I handle and make sure things are running smoothly and smoothly inside the stadium as far as concessions make sure there's still food and also if there's any emergencies that need to be handled, uh, call call either like Acadian, which is like our 911 call for any emergency, broken arm help, if you want to call it that. Uh, but uh, it's very it's a very interesting experience, and you 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 will learn a lot. I will say, especially being an intern at LSU and working at a big time school like this. I want to say too, our our game days are not just on game days. We start just like Ethan does on Thursday night with parking. We're, we're setting up the stadium on Thursday night through Friday, through Saturday, until the game is over, until we break down. So it's really like a three-and-a-half-day process for one single game day, as you call it. I guess you could say it's game days for us right. and, in this and department. Right, and not many people kind of realize the, the amount of, of effort and energy that is exuded kind of before a game day. Everyone thinks, you know, the game day is like the three-hour game and a couple hours before the tailgate, but there is so much that goes in and you know, as interns, we have moved a lot of barricades in just this past one season. Um, what are some other of our, what are some other, you know, responsibilities we we take uh, on game day? Because we're, we're all spread out. So five of them are inside the stadium. I'm outside the stadium. They all cover a part of the stadium. They all have their, their individual tasks. So let's talk about some other stuff that we do on game day to get people to have that general idea of what an internship would be. Uh, so I do all of the home team stuff. So basically what Jawan does for the visiting team, I do for the home team. It's just a little bit more extensive. Uh, also have the north side of the stadium. So our basketball arena and our gymnastics arena, whatever you want to call it, multi-purpose arena. Uh, we have parties there um, for our uh, donor groups and sports properties, like all of our corporate groups. We have parties over there on game days and tailgates. So I head all that up, um, setting all that up. Uh, setting all the staff into place, making sure all that gets started. And then once that's done, um, switch over to when the team comes. So the team coming is like a huge thing here. Thousands of people literally fill the entire street up to come and watch them walk down and like, you know, give them, give them a handshake and all that good stuff and watch them go in the locker room. So I was responsible for shutting all that down, getting one, every, everyone out of the road when the officials for the games come, like doing all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and then the band comes, the Golden Girls, the cheerleaders, uh, just in charge of making sure that all that runs smoothly, making sure every team member gets into the locker room unharmed, even though I'm not sure how much good I could really do anyway if anything ever happened to one of those dudes. But uh, just heading all that up. Uh, once the game starts, uh, really just running around, breaking things down. Uh, I was tasked with doing random little cool things all semester, uh, bringing the officials in and out on the field, doing the attendance, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, Post-game locker room stuff, you know, we have credentials and we have recruits that are coming, especially with us being so good this season. We had a ton of recruits here and um, just making sure that they're in the right spots. Uh, when the game ends, who's allowed in the locker room, who's not, all that. All that good stuff was my was my jam. So you brought up an interesting point there that like, you we have such a rigid schedule on game day, 
And sometimes, you know, you catch yourself doing stuff that you would never, you know, thought you'd be doing. Um, yeah. For, for the Arkansas game, uh, I'm literally always doing parking. And I found myself inside the stadium pre-game helping with some salutes and then helping clear the field. And I, for some reason, I people who know me have seen me kind of boast about this on social media. But I found myself in the back of a, a what, we, I call it a GIF. Some people call it GIF. A yeah. gif of Jamar Chase catching a touchdown. So I, I found myself on the <laughs> sideline for a Jamar T- Chase touchdown that is yeah. pictured and somewhere on Twitter you guys can find it. But it, it's really weird that we have such a rigid, interesting schedule and sometimes stuff goes wrong. Yeah, you know? sometimes it's like a blast and everyone's listening and then you find yourself hollering at, you know, Grant Del Pitt's grandma on accident. You don't know it's your grandma, but she's not following the rules. So it's a very important football player. I don't know if they know that. He's a top-class football player. Yeah, Del Bonnet, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it has its ups and downs. My but. question here for everybody is how do you guys react on a football game day when it becomes stressful or when you get thrown off your, your usual kind of schedule here? pace around and drink coffee and hope it goes okay. (laughs) (laughs) I would say definitely don't lose your cool because as we talked about earlier, like whatever we do in any of our tasks, we all have different tasks on game day. Our, again, main point of focus is guest services. So whatever it is, if a fan's being mean to you or there's something going completely wrong that might not have to do with fans, it's the way you carry yourself and your expression on your face, like people are going to read off of that. You have 100,000 people looking down at you when you're working the game. So it's remembering that everyone around you is watching you and is seeing what you're doing. So keeping your cool, whether, you know, something is going horribly wrong, you just have to remind yourself I think I find myself doing that at times even if it's you know I need to take two minutes go back to the office and just sit down for two minutes and like take a breather and then get right back out there so I don't know if you guys feel the same no seriously because if you think about it with it being a hundred thousand person stadium uh you look at it as like we each of us besides Caitlin and uh, you because she's in command and you're in parking like, for us that's positioned in the stadium we handle 25,000 people each if you think about it so every Saturday we're dealing with that amount of people so we're already under stress we're already in chaotic situations so it's probably the hardest thing to do is stay professional at all times I would say I mean, the attendance of the Texas A&M game was literally 102,000, you know, like 80 short from being literally at full capacity. It's like physically impossible that there's not something wrong at every given time throughout the entire game with those many people in one spot. So it's just learning how to. And I think communication is a big point as well. We're always on radio, so we're in constant communication with each other whether it's we're texting in our group chat or we're talking to each other on the radio we have a lot of people on our radio line so it's learning how to be concise with what we're trying to say and get our points across to each other if I'm like hey Savannah I need you to help me right now with whatever task it may be so knowing that we all have each other's back as well and if we are dealing with some kind of crazy situation yeah Say <laughs> so, uh, building on that communication. Uh, I think for just about everything that goes wrong, we have we radio in a command, and I'm sure Caitlin can talk about this more. Uh, but they get probably thousands of calls uh, a game, just of things that could be going different, small things from like 
paper towels and restrooms to understaffed at different gates. I know for me, I had to scan tickets for like two hours because we were so understaffed uh, for our last game. But really just staying in communication with them, trying to get people in different places is a massive thing, especially when things are going wrong. So I work in command on game days. Actually, that's one of the things I do, one of my roles. Um, command center it opens about six hours prior to kickoff. Um, we're in there pretty much all game to the end of the game, hour or so after until the stadium's cleared. We're there to answer the radio for different departments. Anything that goes on that's wrong, we log in into the system. Um, questions call into command. We also have the guest service hotline up there. Um, so the command center, we have someone from each department. We have police, we have FBI, we have landmark, EMS. So if anyone calls on the event management radio and says, hey, there's something wrong in the bathroom, then we can send someone over there and they'll fix it, they'll clean things up. So it's just another point of co communication on game days to make sure things are right in the stadium and sending people where they need to go. I think the craziest part of this is that we are tasked with all these responsibilities and yet we are still students, mm -hmm. um, right? We are, you know, we're studying, we're, we're learning on the fly and I, I think it's, it's amazing. What do, you, what do you guys think, like, how does it feel to, to have all this responsibility, you know, give, given to you guys and, and trusted with you guys to, to make sure that games go smooth? I would say as someone who worked in the same department at another school, it's at a big school like this, like we're basically doing the work that full-time people do at smaller schools, whether it be D3, D2 schools, we're kind of doing more even than they are on, say, their game days when they have 5,000 or even like 10,000 people coming to their stadium. Um, so it's definitely a lot that's put on us, and I, like Ethan said, as being students, it's tough, but I would say that's, especially in this field and in this industry, like your experiences is what matters more. Not to say that school isn't important, obviously, but no one's gonna hire you just because you have your degree. It's about the experience that you have. And I think for all of us here, we can say the experience we've had at LSU will carry a lot of weight in going forward and finding a job or whatever it might be, as compared to someone who you know, just has their degree and didn't do anything else outside of that, so. I think compartmentalizing is a big thing for me. Uh, whenever it's a game day, you know, my Tiger Polo's on. I'm not a student in my mind at that point. I'm an employee, mm -hmm. um, and that's just how I go about things. I don't worry about my class schedule. I don't worry about how did I do on this paper I turned in yesterday. I am a student and, or excuse me, I'm an employee and things need to be done. What are some of your favorite aspects of the job? You know, some memories for the past four months or couple semesters um, that really makes you kind of very, very happy to come in every day and, you know, do your job? I would say for me, um, definitely those bigger games where you know, the game's about to start and you're just standing on the field and the band starts playing and you just hear everyone screaming and just thinking to yourself, like, I really had a part in making this moment happen right now and making all these people so excited, making all these people so happy. Um, 
I would say probably the Alabama game last year and then this year, I don't know what our, we would say our biggest game was this year. Florida. The Florida game was pretty huge. So games like that, you really look back and you're like, wow, I really accomplished something here with this. We did it together, that kind of thing. Um, and then I, I would also say, I didn't say this earlier, but part of my role on game day is overseeing our student volunteer game day internship group. So we have like a group of students that come and uh, volunteer with us on game day. So we're kind of like the we oversee them and they help us a lot. They just come in for game days, they don't do office hours like we do. But seeing them grow and flourish has definitely been something that I, maybe one of my favorite parts I would say is seeing them, you know, from the first day we hired them through the end of the season, them being able to carry themselves in a way that they weren't previously because we, we really helped them grow through that. So that's something that I would say for me. Anybody else have some favorite aspects of, of this, you know, job? Yeah. I would say uh, just seeing your work, just seeing your creation at work. Honestly, uh, during game days, like even before when we do set up, like seeing people actually go through the line that you created for bear cakes <laughs> or just uh, or just like even like you'll see uh, when the team comes down the hill and you may see a gold team on TV or something like that, or maybe in Savannah. <laughs> but it's just the point, like, I, I take pride in what I, in what I see my, in my work. And so, like, if I made a credential for, like, a visiting team athletic director, like, sometimes I'll be like, yo, I made that. And, and it's like, that's like the icebreaker to, like, to start a conversation. And it's like, and, and they like that, too. It's because they know, like, I take pride in my work or, or what I create. And they like to see, see my work come to life. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's what I'll say. I think for me, the week of Florida, um, Wednesday, I made Dan Mullen's credential for him to go on the field. And I'm like, wow, Dan Mullen's going to wear this. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, we got, got there at 7.30 or 8, and the kickoff wasn't until 8 o'clock that night for Florida. And I'm on the field, and we're trying to get people off the field so we can, you know, play the football game. And just standing there, you're in a sold-out place. It's homecoming. And you hear Colin Baton Rouge come on. And there's nothing like it. Uh, Chills. It, it is. And you just sit there and you're like, wow, nobody is in this place without us. Yeah. You know, we set this up. All of this is happening because of us. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's one of the most rewarding things to, to witness. I think as important as it is to talk about rewarding stuff, it's equally important to talk about uh, not rewarding stuff. Uh, I think any job is going to have its good and its bad side. I think it's very important to also talk about, you know, some stuff that we don't necessarily love to do that we kind of have to do. I think any internship is going to have its drawbacks, and I think for people back home listening, uh, it's important to hear that uh, internships could have drawbacks. So what were, let's say, our least favorite aspects of this job? Alvarado's. <laughs> <laughs> so what Juwan's saying is the new, uh, is it, it's a new ticket scanner that we implemented this year, and they are just um, very hard to move. The burden was just put on us. Yeah. yeah. I would say setup. Setup is one of the parts of working on game days where it's not so fun. You're moving barricades, you're out there sweating. Um, setting up stanchions. It's just a lot of grunt work mm -hmm. um, that goes into game days and really inter any internship if you're trying to work in the sport industry. We play so, like every role. 
Like we change yeah. outfits like three times a day because you gotta like do the grunt work in the morning and then like be presentable to deal with all the important people by like four mm-hmm. and then change again to go home. But don't let there be a softball match on Friday, a football game on Saturday, a volleyball match on Sunday, a women's basketball game on Monday, <laughs> and you have a test on Tuesday. Yeah. So it's just a lot of time management, especially being a student. Um, you have to manage your time between school and between work. I would say for me, one of the things I've enjoyed least, I guess, would be when you just... It's a good way to put it. You know, you just get that one really nasty fan. Oh, and yeah. I think a lot of, for a lot of fans, you know, they're upset for good reason. You know, it took them a long time to get to the stadium. It took them a long time to park. Their concession stand was out of whatever they wanted to order. So I understand a lot of the frustration that fans have. But when you just get that really nasty fan for no reason and they're really just coming at you. Like, for for example, one baseball game last year that I worked, um, there was, like, an electrical plug that was exposed or something. And I literally had a fan run up to me and grab me and say, you need to fix this, screaming at the top of their lungs, you need to fix this right now. If a kid touches this and dies, it's going to be your fault, basically. And, like, it's that kind of stuff where I'm like, wow, that just, you know, really upsets me. But, (laughs) yeah, so that would say that's for me. Speaking of baseball, I mean, I've had people almost run me over in the parking lot. I'll never forget mine. (laughs) Full-blown told me he was going to run me over because he didn't want to give me his parking pass. So you just got to... Ways out. I guess the good ways out the bad. I mean, if you don't die, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. <laughs> if you don't get ran over. Anything else for least favorite? Or can I jump to a normal segment? <laughs> I know, that was a okay. little dark. but No, it's fine. I, I think, see, I, I asked this because I think everyone needs to hear it. I think it's important, people yeah. need to know that no internship's going to go perfect. No job is going to go perfect. Um, I think, you know, touching on time management, that was definitely hard um, on my end. Uh, I'm here studying taking five classes at the same time i'm what 15 hours office office hours plus every other stuff and at the same time i'm in baton rouge for four months and personally i want to enjoy myself i want to make some memories we were very lucky um that three of us kind of managed to sneak out last weekend and go to the sc championship so that was a little highlight for me um personally to like actually watching it was the first game i had watched all year so it was i have yet to watch an lsu game wow i've never watched an lsu game and i've worked here for a year and a half because i've worked too much um so let's go to a normal segment you guys don't know what this segment is which is great on the paper i wrote secret because um you guys don't know what it is but uh normal listeners back home will understand what's coming um we have asked every guest so far uh, if they have a story with a professional athlete or, you know, some famous person in the sports field that they can tell on air, the keyword is on air. Um, and we've had some funny stories about, you know, um, uh, we had Danielle Henry, I believe she was stuck in the elevator with Austin Matthews um, or John Ferris or somebody. It was a while back. Uh, so we've had some of these funny stories. So if there's any funny stories that anybody has here, now is your time. And I'm literally going to turn the phone towards Caleb. So you might hear a little. This uh, this is my moment. Canada. <laughs> I, I met Jerry Jones. Not only did I just meet Jerry Jones, but I coordinated with his staff and both of his pilots, Gary and Doran, great people. <laughs> brought him into the parking lot. Met him and his wife. Brought them into the stadium. 
And now I expected there'd be a lot more security. It was me, Jerry, and his wife. And we go straight into the stadium, bring them up to their suite, and I say, do y'all need anything else? Do y'all need me to bring you down? Yes, if you'd come up here, uh, fourth quarter, and you know, bring us back down, it'd be great. So we go, and I'm like, all right, that was really cool. Just met Jerry Jones, had a conversation with him. Um, I think I blacked out during the conversation because I couldn't tell you what it was about right now. But I go back up there fourth quarter, and I'm standing there in the room, and they're in the visiting athletic director suite. In front of you is obviously the stadium, but behind you is a TV. And, of course, I'm not going to be up in their business, so I'm just turning. I'll watch the TV. There's a couple minutes left in the Arkansas game. And Jerry Jones walks up next to me, and we just sit there. There's not a word said, but I get, I get to say now that I watched football with Jerry Jones. So that's like a really cool experience for me, but it gets better because as the game ends, uh, he and his wife are prepared to uh, leave. You know, we're fighting through traffic, fighting through people getting there. There are a whole bunch of, it's not just me, Christy's there, uh, one of our game day interns, um, and a couple of our game day ambassadors are with us, and we're just trying to fight through traffic. We get over to their car, and I get a picture with him because, you know, it's Jerry Jones, you want to get a picture with someone. Uh, by the way, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, if you don't know that. Um, they're America's team. And Jerry walks over me, he shakes my hand and leaves a $100 bill in my hand that is currently in my wallet and has been in my wallet now for a month and a half. Uh, and I think that is, yeah, that's probably one of the highlights of not just my internship, but possibly my lifetime. <laughs> So, yeah, one of our interns, we met Jerry Jones. Uh, it was pretty cool to hear. I personally missed it, but it was pretty cool to hear. A nice picture to see. Anybody else have some, some cool you know, stories with any sports celebrities? I have a good one. Last year during the Alabama game, um, so if, it, if any of you have seen an LSU game, we have a ton of people on our sidelines, like thousands of people on the sidelines pregame and as you can imagine Alabama being our rival home last season the sidelines were just crazy pregame um, so we don't usually do this but we brought out a rope to keep people in place and for big games like that we tend to usually have a lot of celebrities past athletes um, on our sidelines but I was tasked with you know holding the rope on one end and it was basically pulling my arm off as I was holding it but um, as I'm holding the rope, I'm pretty much squished up against Vince Vaughn, who I'm sure yes. people know. Yeah, people He's know a very famous actor in a lot of great movies. Um, but basically, we just had a pretty nice conversation. Um, he asked, you know, what do I do? All that kind of good stuff. And I can just say that Vince Vaughn knows my name now. So I think that's go. pretty cool. So we have one Jerry Jones. We have one Vince Vaughn. Anybody else have some stories? Anybody else, any celebrities, athletes that you have met while, while here at LSU, or in general, any funny, funny stories with any athletes, celebrities? I met Zion Williams, Chris Paul, J.J. Reddick, uh, Morris Claiborne. He has a roster. Hold on, one has a list. Hold on. <laughs> we just have a ton, like, there are pretty a ton much of celebrities a lot of, come. specifically athletes, I would say, yeah, but even just regular celebrities, like. Hall of Fame running back. Marcus Allen. It gets no better than that. He's whipping out. <laughs> he throws the $100 bill down. For those back home who cannot watch, because this is a podcast, Caleb just took out Jerry Jones' $100 bill and put it right next to the phone. So, 
I hope you heard Jerry Jones right there and that $100 bill. But yeah, I, you know, I think it's very cool because, I mean, this podcast is, is meant for, for speaking students and everybody to be able to listen and to, to learn. But it's also kind of cool to, you know, take a, little, take a little break from the serious stuff and have a funny joke or two. And Shaq, Shaq told us what's up that one time. Oh, and yeah. We MSK Shaquille O'Neal. That's a big one, too. Yeah. LSU alumni. Yeah. We MS gave him a golf cart ride and it started raining, so he didn't need us anymore. We weren't really sure how we were going to fit him on the golf cart, but we were going to make it work. <laughs> so we have Shaq, Vince Vaughn, uh, obviously Jerry Jones. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I agree. There are a lot of celebrities yeah. that kind of make their oh, way to... Oh, I have a Canadian celebrity. Okay. Kia Nurse. I'm sure your people will know who that is. Yes. <laughs> obviously working at UConn in the past, um, having class with Kia. She's a great human being, and if... None of you are fans of the WNBA. I would say start watching because it's on the come up. So, all right, let's let's get back <laughs> to business here. Um, I think a lot of people right now are you know they've heard our stories about an internship and everyone's internship is going to be different. So you know take what we say with a grain of salt. Um, let's talk about just in general. You know why do you, we think? Or let, let's get everyone to answer here. Why do you guys think that you need an internship? Uh, why is it? What are some of like the pros you can get out of an internship? Uh, Experience. Yeah, everyone now has a degree. Like it's like a known thing to get your bachelor's. I mean, you might even struggle with just bachelor's. Like you might need a master's to be able to get some of the jobs that you're applying for. But I mean, experience is everything. If you have on a paper, but you, I mean, we're just really lucky that we have get to say like on our resumes like we worked for LSU Game Operations for however long, even if it was for four or five months. Like it's a known thing that that. It's like a really big deal and it's really difficult and you've got to do like a whole lot. So they're definitely going to pick someone that has that experience over someone that even had like a 4.0 GPA and has no experience because all that matters. Anything I've done here, not hating on school at all, but anything I've done in this office for the last two, three years, never was taught it in a classroom. Not once, absolutely nothing I've ever been taught has I wouldn't say help me, but it definitely was not anything that I could really use. Everything I've learned here is hands-on and not from my school at all. I would say, too, just an internship in general. Um, I would say being an intern over just, like, jumping into your first full-time job or whatnot, you have a little bit more freedom knowing that your supervisors or your co-interns have your back in a lot of what you're doing. So I would say as an intern, I've had... a lot of opportunity to explore things and you know be creative and and whatever it may be knowing that my full-time staff has my back behind me and is gonna really guide me and help me grow um, into the professional that I am so I think an internship is real important because uh, it's the framework of where you're gonna take your life you know, if you decide, if you grow up your entire life thinking, I want to work in event management, I want to work in event management, well, you go, you graduate, and you get a job in event management, you go, wow, I hate this, I should have interned in it. Mm-hmm. I, like, for me, event management, I don't know if that's what I want to do for the rest of my life, but it's a good framework, it's a good starting point of where I'm at. Also, with internships, especially working in game operations, you make so many connections that, like, I'm friends with people that work in facilities, marketing, communications, business office, admin, whatever else it might be. So, even if, like, you do change your mind, you have, like, 
you have the you know authorities around you that can help you like hey like she's great at this this and this so you know maybe she could get a job and doing whatever because I mean you become friends with your bosses really and like y'all become a family and they want you to do well so you know if you do change your mind or even just getting a job in general like you need that padding and background to be able to get a job in the future for me, I'd say experience is really important. Um, if you haven't heard, I'm sure they've told you a million times, but sports is very competitive. So any experience you have, maybe it might be a little internship, working at the local rec or wor working with youth sports or something, any type of experience you have that could give you a leg up on the other competition that is applying for the same type of job is very important. Um, so definitely any experience that can prepare you and make you stand out on a resume, um, definitely try and get that experience. What are you guys going to take most from this internship? If you, if you could take away one thing from this internship, you know, one thing to use in your career uh, or to use even in your personal life and grow as a person, what would it be? Everybody starts from the bottom. That's successful. Purchase a clear purse so that I can bring <laughs> it into other stadiums whenever I go to games. Really? That's the one thing? <laughs> I got stopped. For one of Mercedes men's, I couldn't go into the thing because, like, I had a purse that was too big. And I'm like, how Your I, of all people, <laughs> just have to do this? <laughs> That's funny. It was so funny. I was like, this is how it feels to tell everyone no. I'm being told no right now. <laughs> I would say for me, as Savannah touched upon, probably the connections. Um, unlike the other interns here, I'm, I'm done in two weeks and need to find a real big girl job. So just knowing that I have all these connections to fall back on and know they're going to go to bat for me when I'm trying to get a job and call up someone if they know them or even if they don't know them and just say, hey, she's a great worker, like you need to hire her kind of thing. So doing a good job in that aspect and really using your connections, I think, is that's something I take away from my internships. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hop on that boat as well. Uh, I knew nobody out here whenever I moved here, and now I've got – you know, connections, not just here, but, you know, people from different places, different schools that I've been able just to talk to. Different countries. Different countries, there we go. <laughs> uh, certainly nothing like it, and I won't, you know, getting these opportunities is mind-blowing. And I would say going off that too, just like all of us sitting in this room are lifetime connections for each other, you know. Caleb's going to go work in so-and-so and Savannah's gonna go so-and-so and I'm gonna be able to call them up one day and be like hey you know how's it going kind of thing and if I have future interns that work for me and I can say hey Savannah take a look at this person or whatever yeah. so we have lifelong connections within our own internship group yeah by the way speaking of connections if anybody wants anybody really enjoys what Caleb is saying and wants to meet Caleb, he might be venturing to Toronto to see in February to see the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to come, come meet Caleb, get his autograph, <laughs> see Jerry Jones as a hundred dollar bill in person. You <laughs> might rob him. <laughs> I will have the bill with me. You can take pictures with it. No, you cannot have it. <laughs> Thank you, Canada. A landmark will be staffed. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, what about you? Why do you think uh, people need an internship? Just the skills you get from an internship, um, like they mentioned, the connections you build, it's just definitely important to have. So, last question. Um, it's First off, thank you guys all for, for uh, being here. I kind of sprung this on you 
last minute, but I really think this is an episode that's unique, that's different, that people listening back home can uh, take and listen to and kind of you pick it here and there and get some information because, I mean, everyone's going to eventually go through an internship if you want to work in sports. So I think it's great to hear from people who are either in the middle of their internship, just started, or just finishing about an internship in general. And just remember, every internship is different. Um, so let's talk about this real quick. How do you tailor your interactions differently from your co-interns to your bosses? So context here, we're six interns. We have four full-time staff. There are other departments in LSU Athletics with interns and full-time staff. How do you guys tailor your interactions differently between your co-interns and your bosses? I look at the other interns on this campus and I'll be like, you don't work harder than me. <laughs> that, that's just, just... That's a fact. Yeah. I, I, everywhere I go, you're a GA, intern, uh, Boy Scout, you don't work harder than me. But that, think, that's... Yeah. I mean, I think we're lucky... I just know me. I'm just really talkative, so like I don't know if this is just a me thing. I, I think we're lucky that we have a set of bosses that like we can like relate to a lot of the times and like can like have normal conversations and be friends with and like we can get together and it'd be fine. But like, you have to know when like it's game time and like it's being serious and like you got to get this done. So, you know, not taking offense to if you did something wrong or if whatever else kind of thing. I think it's I think it's tough. But it's just something you have to get through. You know, something that stuck with me is is when um, when I met Richard, one of our bosses, he's like, you know, I, I might scream at you, but don't take it personally. He's yeah. said that before. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, he's never screamed at me, so yeah. I might have done something right. But you have a few more days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think really it's very important. You can make it to, mad if you want. <laughs> I think it's very important to to look at that distinction because you know when you want to grow professionally, uh, finding that balance is key. Yeah, uh, and I, I like Savannah said. I think in this office we have found that balance. Uh, yeah. Some places it's harder than others. So, yeah. is there any advice you guys can give to to people who want to to find that balance of professionalism? Just don't take it offensive if you do get in trouble. Cause like me and Kaylee can be like best friends one day and like go to dinner and like we're cool. But like Kaylee's if I mess, Kaylee's one of our bosses. I'm sorry. But like if I mess something up and like she screams at me on Monday, like she still loves me. She just it just is a part of it, you know? Like, yeah, you just have to it's know all, that yeah. what, what they say to you is to only make you better yeah. and to help you grow. It's so. not like an attack on you. It's, you know, especially whenever you're like in high energy situations all the time with people, when it's parking and game days and all the people, like you just got to roll with it and not take it offensive. It's like, especially in sports, you, you just got to roll with it. That's about it. I think that's the end of the episode. We're a little... Oh, Christy wants to jump in. I just wanted to say I'm all about helping people out, so if Ethan wants to post our contact info hold on, for them hold to... Hold on, wait. <laughs> hold, that, hold that thought. Hold it. Hold that thought. So, right. what we do on every episode, and something that I've started, I think it's great, is I allow my guests the opportunity to have their own sign-off. So, this is going to give you the chance. Oh. So, I'm gonna, we're going to go around the room. You're going to say your name and just give me a quick sign-off, as long as it's appropriate for on air please um so yeah um from my end i want to thank you guys before anything i want to thank you guys all for these past four months they've been pretty great i leave on saturday again so i will not forget these four months i spent here in baton rouge working for lsu thank you guys for everything i hope to be back one day so if anybody is listening and wants to come down to lsu next year for probably the bama game realistically lsu versus bama you let me know i will be here we will hopefully uh have a good time and uh, we will see everybody again. So I will give every single person here the opportunity for their own sign-off.
Let's start with Caitlin. Um, I'd just say, like we all touched on, just get as much experience as possible, especially while you're in school. It'll help you stand out amongst other competition when you're applying for full-time positions. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Just look up Caitlin Rains, and you can feel free to ask any questions. On to Caleb. Uh, well, Canada, it's been fun. Thanks for leasing us uh, one of your best exports and Ethan. Uh, sad to see him go, but glad for the time he's been here. Uh, remember, January 13th, we make it to the uh, championship game, root for LSU. That's L as in Louisiana, S as in state, and U as in university. Uh, go Tigers. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to us. Hopefully we didn't bore you too much. Um, but like Caitlin said, reach out to me on LinkedIn if you have any further questions or just want to chit-chat about whatever it may be. Um, my name on LinkedIn is Christina Vincenti, I think it is. Would that? you use like a fake I name? I mean, it like... might be like Christina. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Christina, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. I mean, she's Christina. Just look at Ethan's um, <laughs> mutual contacts and you can add me on there. Oh, um... It's Savannah. Bye. Uh, thanks so much, Ethan, for everything you have done for us. We're so sad that we're giving you back to Canada. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can you can get in contact with any of us. We can definitely help you out. Um, especially future internships. Maybe we'll get another Canadian. Uh, yeah, maybe. If anybody wants to do the uh, Brock Exchange program and head out to LSU, I have some connections. <laughs> I have some connections, yeah. They're pretty good at parking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you wanna, if you're interested in parking, give us a holler. Our go team. Our go team. <laughs> thank you. Uh, this is Jawan Edie. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to get in contact or just talk about anything, uh, get through Ethan. Uh, I don't feel like putting out all my information You right could now. follow Juwan on Instagram. Don't follow me on Instagram. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, honestly, uh, I, I have a bunch of, I have a few Canadian friends. Uh, I have a friend named DeAndre Wright. He also plays for the Montreal Alouettes. 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 Uh, and then I, I have a, I have a couple of friends that I, I've, I would say about five friends that play in the Canadian league. So uh, I'm familiar with the area uh, as far as, and I'm, I'm familiar with the area as far as like football goes. So. Thank you. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, next episode, you will hear, uh, hopefully I'll be back. Hopefully I'll be back at Brock recording another episode very soon. Um, so thank you guys so much. Let us, let us know what you thought. I hope you guys understood that this is a, a unique episode and this is just a, a roundtable discussion different, than any inter different from any interview we ever, we've ever had. Thank you guys so much again for listening and we will see you next time.